0: Hello and welcome to Crow Forest, the podcast. So we'll pick back up today with, uh, let's see, we are still in post-production, December 27 of 2022. I've been thinking about how I want to do the scene where Maureen discovers the identity of the ghost. The way I have it written in the script is that she sits down at her computer and does an internet search for deaths associated with her address, finding the murder of one James O'Connor during the construction process. Spoilers if you haven't seen the movie yet. So I've been thinking about how I'm going to do this scene. Obviously, cutting back and forth between a screen full of text and Maureen's reaction would be extremely boring so instead I thought I might try to spice it up a bit by adding in a flashback sequence of James O'Connor working on the house and then getting murdered. Shot in tasteful silhouette for artistic effect and also so that I can play both parts without it looking stupid. I found an old bed frame and some random poles out in my shed and set them up in front of my green screen to make a makeshift construction site. I don't know anything about construction, so hopefully this will look reasonable. I filmed a shot of myself whacking the nonsense structure with a rubber mallet, and then I filmed a second shot wherein I first stood on one side of the structure holding a plastic gun, which I found in a dumpster years ago, and then I ran around to the other side and mimed getting shot I imported the video into Final Cut Pro and made it into a silhouette the first shot was just a straightforward matter of applying the chroma key and switching it to silhouette mode but the other shot required some fine tuning in order to make it look like I was standing at both sides of the structure simultaneously I had to cut the clip in half And stack the second half on top of the first half. Then I had to crop the top clip to the halfway point so that it looked like it made one continuous shot. And um, I should probably go back and add a little bit more clarifying there because um, I feel like this is kind of a complicated thing and I didn't describe it very well, Uh, but this Only works because I have to you know go back and forth uh, between the two positions uh, with changing the different props but without touching the camera in between because the two halves have to be uh, lined up perfectly identically like even a little bit of camera movement would mess up the effects because uh, when you crop from one side uh, basically making a composite shot with the two halves that um, you can't really see the seam in the middle, ideally. So you have to have no camera movement whatsoever so that it's completely uh, the exact same position between the first and second shot so that you can crop over. Um... I don't know that I'm necessarily describing this very well here either. I'll go back and, uh, do that better in the book, but, um, yeah. Once I, uh, am able to do the documentary version of this, I'll have the actual video there, and then it'll be clear what I'm talking about, but, um, for some reason I, uh, I just can't words. Uh, okay, um... I'll I'll get back to it now. The shots looked pretty good, especially the composite shot, but they had a bit of bleed through around the edges, both from inconsistent lighting and from falling off the edge of the green screen. So I'll probably have to do a bit of cleanup on that, but I'll worry about that later. I dragged the composite silhouette shot over a picture of Maureen's neighborhood, and used the Luma key to map out the white background. Chroma keys map out color, such as the green from a green screen, and Luma keys map out level of lightness or darkness, so you can erase solid white or black backgrounds. Then, I found a clip of red-tinted caro syrup being thrown up against a green screen, a leftover effect from Bruce the Shark the Musical, my previous video project, and I added that into the project as well. Also, I should note for any of you who are hoping to recreate this at home, the green screen that I threw the syrup up against was a plastic table cover, and it was taped up over my bathtub. Don't ruin your cloth green screen. The effect is starting to look really good, but that bleed through is going to be a problem. I'm afraid this might require some frame-by-frame editing. Ugh. Okay, um, December 29 of 2022. Today, I worked on making some of the background graphics for the James Death scene. I had already filmed the actual death itself, but I still needed various computer graphics, namely a fake internet search page, search results, and a news article. So I opened up Keynote on my computer, once again the Mac version of PowerPoint for all of you Windows people out there, and I started designing the graphics. The first thing that I needed was a fake internet search page. So I decided to go with Bingle, a mashup of Google and Bing. I typed out the letters and made each one a different color to mirror the Google logo. Then I added an outline box underneath it to make a search box. Then I took a little circle and a tiny little line segment, and I put them together into a magnifying glass icon, using the group feature to make them act as a single item. And I put that at the far right side of the search box. And finally, I dragged a blue box down from beneath the search box and made a button, typing the word search into a text box and dragging it over the button. The result looks pretty good. For the news article, I searched on my hard drive and found the final version of my In the Attic script and opened it, scrolling down to the relevant scene. Then, I copied the text I had written for the news article in the script, and pasted it into Keynote. It was just a single paragraph that I had written, not nearly enough to fill out a news article, so I added a bunch of Lauren Ibsen filler text in order to bulk it up and make it look more like an actual article, assuming that no one takes the time to actually read it, that is, and, um, also for any of you who don't know, and I've probably already mentioned this, but I don't remember. Uh, Lauren Ibsen is a uh, filler text that you can find online. It's just random, vaguely latin looking junk text that doesn't say anything, but it looks like real text. It's formatted like text would be formatted and has, like, the normal number of letters in the most common words and all that kind of stuff, so it's just junk filler text that you can find, so that's what that is. Then I reformatted the text to make it more resemble news article formatting, using columns and leaving a blank space on the side. I thought that this blank space would be a good place to put some kind of a fake ad, But fake ads require fake products, and it's a little late right now, and I can't think. So instead of an ad, I ended up putting a second unrelated headline in that space. Troubling new teen trends. That seems like a pretty safe bet. Boomers are always worrying about what the kids these days are getting up to. Plus, second headlines on the side is definitely a thing that newspapers do for some reason. The last thing I did was to create the search results page, but in order to do that, I had to think what specific search to use. I had been able to just kind of gloss over that in the script, but now, with the visuals, I couldn't really do that anymore, so I decided on Deaths on 555 Any Street. Apologies to anyone who lives at that address and ends up getting spammed with fan mail. My assumption is that no one actually lives there. So with the search typed into the search bar at the top of the page, I continued to format the rest of the page to look like an actual search results page. Then I made a second article below it just to fill out the results. I made the headline for that one, Small Town Murder and the preview of the text was just Lauren Ibsen. Then, just to make sure that I was covered from a copyright standpoint, I did an internet search for Bingle, and wouldn't you know it, someone else had already done that. Damn it! So I'll probably have to change it to something else. Maybe Bangle or Beagle, something like that. But damn it, I really liked Bingle. All right, and uh, looks like there's one uh, very short section to finish out the year um, on December 30 of 2022, and then we can pick back up next year uh, in the text, not in like whatever year this is. Um, so, uh, yeah, we'll we'll finish with. December 30 of 2022. Today I took the video that I had made of the green screen silhouettes and extracted the first 48 frames for editing. There was just too much bleed through on the top and right sides for it to be usable, so I opened each frame in Photoshop and painted over the areas of bleed through with the same green as the backgrounds. Then, once I put the frames back together into a playable video and mapped out the green background, the effect worked much better than it had before. Of course, with only 48 frames, the video is much shorter than it had been previously, but I think I can make it work like this. If not, I can always go back later and edit a few more frames. Alright, so that is it for that, and uh, we will pick back up uh, next time with January 1st of 2023 hope to see you then